You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you're doing well. It is Friday at the time of this recording, and I wanted to hop on uh, before leaving the office here today because it's been a few weeks since I jumped on here, and um, a lot of things have happened in the last couple of weeks. Number one, the biggest thing is I moved into my office, which is awesome. I no longer have to work out of my wife's office, and uh, I'm sure the audio is probably better on this episode since I have a proper microphone and all that kind of stuff. So I just got a quick workout in and uh, we're going to get Pizza Friday started up, but I wanted to hop on. We had a good coaching call uh, this morning and one of the topics that came up, and this comes up pretty often, it's the idea of risk mitigation in your business uh, when you have team members that are either going on vacation or something happens and you you lose somebody all of a sudden and with them, you lose the tribal knowledge. So I want to talk about how to mitigate that risk. Uh, what's the quickest, easiest way? And what is the best, easiest way to document a process? So in other words, we want to mitigate that risk so that worst case scenario, somebody leaves your team all of a sudden, and oftentimes this stuff happens unplanned, right? So this is the benefit of investing the time, which isn't always convenient, right? That's that's why we always say uh, move slow to move fast, because documenting processes isn't fun. <laughs> it's not something that we want to spend our time doing. And oftentimes, it doesn't feel like because we're not getting an immediate ROI, you don't realize the benefit until the time comes where you have it, that that insurance policy. So the question was, number one, how do I go about starting and, and organizing and even thinking about my SOPs, my, my standard operating procedures? And secondly, what's the best way to go about it? And I think, um, honestly, the best way is to start and... Um, the best way to do it is in a way that has the least amount of friction, because if we go overboard, you know, they're on the on the high end of the spectrum. It's when you're looking for your ISO standards and you, you have to follow all of the all of the uh, policies in order to to maintain your your um, certification. However, if it's just if the goal of the SOP is to give someone that certainty and, and confidence, whoever's looking at it, the certainty of confidence to, to know with 80 90% uh, degree of certainty how to do something, um, then that's that's the mark. That's where the watermark is. And you can always improve on these things. So in terms of organizing your SOPs in your company, I think the best way to think about it is, and, and we were talking in the coaching call, in terms of looking at your business, and I know I'm a broken record, but I always like to define what a business is first and foremost, which is to solve a problem for a person or, or a group of people. And so first of all, you need to find the people out there, your clients, and that's that's what marketing exists for, to get people to know you, like you, trust you. And uh, so you need a marketing team. And and if you've got a smaller team, let's say you've got you know less than 10 people in your business, it's just more people, or sorry, fewer people wearing more hats, right? So even though you might not have a big bloated <laughs> department, marketing department and sales department, you might have um, just a few people wearing a lot of hats. But that doesn't change the fact that you still have all of these activities that need to be done across your business, the marketing activities to uh, to get people to be aware of your business, right? 
you, website development, you have sales activities, you have the fulfillment side of your business, you have the cash collection side of your business. So all of think of these, uh, these departments within your business or teams, right? Such as sales, marketing, the obvious ones, finance, the obvious ones, HR, where you've got your hiring and, and your onboarding and your training, the obvious ones. And so within the teams in your business, first of all, we've, we've got the teams, right? Which I just listed some examples. You have areas and a good place to start. Uh, I'll give a couple examples here is think about the tools that, that the various teams use. For example, your sales team probably uses a CRM tool, whether it be, you might use the archaic spreadsheets, you might use something like Salesforce or Pipedrive or uh, HubSpot, some sort of a CRM system, right? So the, the best place to start is when you hire someone, um, figuring out what their responsibilities are within the teams. And again, you might have someone who, who uh, has responsibilities spanning sales and maybe marketing, um, which is okay. So identify the tools that you use within those, within those departments and maybe even the templates that you use within those departments. Think about uh, reporting, filling out checklists and reports and, and those types of things within the, within the teams. And so really when it comes down to documenting processes, the least friction way to do it is to use a, a tool like Loom, L-O-O-M.com and record as you go. So rather than doing it in isolation, in a vacuum, and, and trying to imagine what you do, you're probably going to, I'll guarantee it, if, if, if I were to try to explain something I do within my business, I would probably miss out so many little elements just trying to walk you through it right now versus recording my screen using a tool like Loom and literally going through it, walking through the process. So it's like you're looking over my shoulder. And when you actually go through it, that's where you get those little nuancey type things that are really important. So you'll go through and you'll say, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's really important that you, that you make sure that you, you check it after you hit save to make sure that it actually published. Because when you don't do that, you have the risk of it not publishing. And so um, that's a big problem. So describing that kind of nuancey stuff, all of the little key points and the reasons um, why those key points are important, that's what you want to capture. And if you're doing it in real time, uh, recording yourself actually doing it, it's going to be easy because you'll just walk through it just as if you were doing it, right? Because that's the tribal knowledge in your head. If you have a team member, same deal. Just have them go through it and record themselves going through it. Now the the only final question becomes, well, how do I organize these things? Well, you start by identifying the teams in your company and it, and the easy, obvious ones start there. So marketing, for example, do you do uh, ads? Do you, um, you know, your website management, for example, um, just list out all of the, uh, the areas within the teams and a good place to start again is, is tools. Um, and then think about the different procedures within those teams, right? And so the tools are easy and obvious when it comes to marketing, you know, ads, uh, ads management. So if you do Facebook ads or Google ads, that's, that's an area within that area, you've got a, a bunch of procedures, all of the little how to's, which, which could be, um, I mean, the titles of them would be like blog articles. When you're looking how to do something, you do a little Google search, the title of those blog articles that come up when you're searching for how to do something, those are, those are useful titles for when you're documenting a procedure. So again, think about uh, within your sales team, what are the tools that they use? What are the templates that they use? Think of all those activities um, within those. And then, um, you know, for sales within the CRM, things like pipeline management. 
how to add a contact, how to add a deal, how to manage a deal, how to handle weekly reporting. All of these how-to procedures will live within that tool. And those are, those are like the basic recurring procedures that somebody on your sales team needs to know. Let's look over at finance. Within, within your finance, you have, in terms of areas, the obvious breakouts are uh, collecting cash. So your receivables, your, your payables. How do you do payroll? So next time you do uh, payroll, if it's you or somebody on your team, just teach them how to record it using something like Loom. And then in terms of, of organizing it, there's a couple different ways. Um, I know recently they came up with an update for adding team members. So you can add people from your team as creators to record these videos, and then you can organize them into um, folders. So think about having a, a folder for each team, like your sales team. And you can have those accessible to each of your teams for your how-tos. Another um, really easy, low-friction way to organize them is we will often uh, organize them in a Trello board. Um, so picture, if you know what Trello is, it's it's like a glorified um, post-it notes, digital uh, post-it notes in digital form. Uh, there's an app you can use for your phone, and it's it's really easy and intuitive. But we'll just set up a board for the sales team and each of the, uh, let's pretend that there's a sales board. So a board is, um, that's, that's where you get stuff done within Trello. And picture on that board um, for, for sales, we're going to talk about a sales team here. All of the different areas we just talked, which are things like um, you're managing your, your CRM. You might have um, proposals, creating quotes, right? And within that, there's going to be how to calculate a quote. There's going to be how to present the quote. There's going to be all of these different procedures. So those would live within that area, within that team, right? So the, the hierarchy and understanding that is really, really helpful because when it comes to the tribal knowledge, now it's a matter of, okay, um, I'm on this, I'm looking at um, organizing the tribal knowledge for this team within our business. So what is the team? It's marketing or it's sales or it's finance. And what are the areas within finance? It's, it's uh, you know, accounts receivable is one of them. And within accounts receivable, there's there's a number of procedures that are going to be top of mind that you do on a regular recurring basis. So start with the ones that are obvious, and then it's an evolution. So build it out as you go. And um, when when there's a new, better, more efficient way to do it, because you've made it really low friction, it, it's easy to just hit record and replace the old one with the new one, right? So the the lower friction that you can make this process the easier it will be to um, to make improvements as you go, right? Because our business is nothing uh, more than solving problems, right? And as soon as you solve an old problem in in the game of business, you will find a new one. The trick in the name of the game is to, to hopefully solve the old ones and find new ones, right? And you do that by solving them at the root level and just keep knocking them down and figure out better ways to, to do things within your business, within your teams, within those areas. Um, and as you do, record them, share them with your team and and record them so you have that single source of truth you don't have 10 different people with 10 different interpretations of how to do things you've got a single source of truth and this is going to put you light years away ahead of um, most other businesses and it's going to be a, a nice little insurance policy for you eventually for when it storms in your business and you get that um you get that unplanned situation which um I'm, we've all been there right and it's not fun so hopefully when you do this kind of stuff, you'll be ahead of the game. And when you bring in somebody to, to, to pitch, to pinch in, pinch hit, uh, you'll have it kind of documented and you'll be, you'll be ready to, to hit the ground running.
So hope that's helpful. That's that uh, comes up quite often in our coaching calls. So I just wanted to to share that with you. Hopefully you found some value in it. Otherwise, um, it's almost time to get the pizza going. Happy Friday or uh, whatever day you're you're listening to this. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day and look forward to catching up with you guys soon. Hey, Tim Uchuk here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.